Father, we'll call the meeting to order. Councilor Here. 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 I should have said the human resources meeting is being called to order at, uh, what is it, 603. Yeah, 603. Okay. And we got a quorum. There's only four on that committee, right? Five, five. We got three, so we're okay. The first order of business is uh, uh, Joshua Clark, who has called in and said he's got a conflict and that uh, uh, he will be postponed call of the chair. That means then he'll be at the next meeting, whatever, whenever that's going to be. I'll make a motion to postpone to the call of the chair. All those in favor? Aye. I guess we've got to say roll call, right? Yeah, roll call. Yes. Lavery? Yes. Roy? Yes. Paul of the chair passes. Do we have to sign it, Dan? Yeah. I still have to sign it. You'll have to, you'll have to remind me. I haven't been down yeah. here in a while. Okay. Uh, we'll keep you on the straight and narrow, Jim. Don't you worry. Okay. Uh, the second order of business is the mayoral appointment of Lester Gagney as a member of the Mobile Home Rent Control Board to serve in such office for a term expiring on the 1st of January, 2025. Um, is uh, Lester here? He's on Zoom. Yes, I am. Lester's on Zoom, okay. Anybody have any questions? No, I any of you working? Yeah, no. It's uh, working good. Yeah. yeah. See if we can turn that one down a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I just want to um, thank um, Les, Les for coming and doing it again. He's done a good job. And, uh, you know, he's it's a tough one to all home. Grandmother works so, um, I'm in favor of all going for him. Yeah, I'll, I'll echo that. Uh, I know Mr. Gagney. Hi, Les. How are you? Good, thank you. Good. Uh, how's everything going on the rent control board? I think we had an excellent meeting uh, last week, and um, Joshua is doing a great job as being the chairman. Fully support him. Okay. Yeah, he had called in and couldn't make it tonight, but he still he still wants to stay on it. So he'll be at our next meeting. I don't think he for can your, hear you. you got to talk into this, too. Uh, for your information, uh, he's still interested, but he couldn't make it tonight, so uh, he'll uh, be at our next meeting. Okay, thank and, you. Uh, and congratulations for being willing to serve again. You're very welcome. Yeah, thank you. Uh, any other questions or comments anybody have to make? No. Okay, Kenny will vote. Uh, I'll make a motion to approve. Yeah, that's the old one, so I might as well sign that one. Yeah. In order. We have plenty of time. Jim, could you just acknowledge, I believe, Councilor Lopez is on. Anybody on Zoom? Yeah, Councilor Lopez, I'm on Zoom. I had dialed in, but was able to get in. Okay, is there anything you'd like to add to this? Not at the moment, but thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Okay, let's see. That's the old one. The old, here we go, here. Um, here, appointment of us again. Yeah, so we'll pass that one around. Yeah. Try that first. And... 
You should take a roll call on it too. Yeah. Councilor Silton? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Boyd? Minia Castello? Yes. Anybody else on Zoom? I hear you. Okay, thanks. thanks. You're all set. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much for your support. I appreciate it. Be well, everybody. Yeah, you too. Be well. Okay. Uh, mayoral appointment of Daniel Mesha as a member of the Chicopee Electric Light Commission to serve in such office for the term expiring on the 1st of January 2026. I don't see Danny out here. I know Danny very well, and I don't see him. Motion to postpone to the college here. Okay. Uh, well, the, the, if he comes in at the end, if he comes in at the end, the chair, the chairman will let call. Yeah, we can, we'll do it that way. Okay. No, I know Danny very well. I'm surprised he's not here. I go by his house every time I go to St. Anne's Church. <laughs> Okay, let's see, what does it say? Today's about that. Can you roll call for that? Yeah, roll call. Okay. Yes. 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 Okay. Might as well sign it. I'll pass it around. Yeah, I was going to say, today's the 15th. Yeah. Do we have to make a roll call? We did. She just did. Yeah, that's what I thought. I just want to make sure. Although it's a little bit uh, stale. I haven't done this for a while. That's understandable. Amazing. <laughs> uh, back in the swing of things in no time. Oh, yeah. You're the same. <laughs> but you broke the last one. No, I don't know. No. Here before. Here before, yeah. Yeah. I'll flip that one over. Yeah. You signed it, yeah. Flip it. We did a roll call. We did. Okay, thanks. Okay, the uh, Merrill's appointment of Julia Sudal as a member of the Zoning Board of Appeals to serve in such office for a term. Expiring on the 1st of January, 2026. Is she here? Nope. Yeah, this is the second, the second time, time we right? called her, yeah. So, um, it's, the will of, it's the will of the committee as to what we want to do. I don't think we need to carry her on more than once. Up to the discussion on the board if you want to give one more opportunity or motion to... I would say, you know, we motion to postpone the call chair, but you know that we contact her and say this is, you know, you've missed twice. Yeah. You, know, you don't come a third time. Do you, do you uh, call them? Uh, uh, yeah. They call in and give a reason why they're not coming, Carla. She did not call at all this time. The first time. 
Is this the third time? Dan, 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 no, 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 yeah. No and Dan, Dan Mazar is in a car. Masha didn't call in either. No, nobody okay. said that he couldn't come with this question. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Chairman, I think we should send Julia back to the mayor for uh, send our second time to evaluate it and put it back in the industry shows up. Have her redo it. Uh, I guess it's a question of that we want to go three times. Well, that's up to you, Mr. Chairman. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you throw the you throw the ball though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what would you, you advise us on something like this? Assume that she wants to serve. I'm not exactly sure why. I can certainly call her along with Agnes in the morning to make sure that the next time around we have a definitive answer why she's not coming. I, we could have a wrong address, maybe. I don't know. Maybe one more time I'll make okay, sure. Okay, postpone call of the chair. Call it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll make a motion postpone call of the chair. Okay. I'll call a roll. Hey, well, anybody on Zoom? Yeah. Uh, Councilor Lopez? I don't hear anybody at this moment. So. No, I think it's a good idea to for the call of the chair. Okay, thank you. Councilor Tilton? Yes. Marie? Yes. Roy? Okay. Okay. I think that's it. Yeah. That's all those in favor? I'll make a motion to accept the minutes of uh, January 24th, 2023. Roll call. Councilor Tillerson? Yes. Lebrie? Yes. Lebrie? And Councilor Yes. Yes. <laughs> I can bring it over to her. Oh, wait, there was minutes. We were approving the thing. Yeah. We didn't need the minutes. Okay, uh, I don't know if you want to. I mean, you have two choices. If you want to take a recess for maybe five or ten minutes in case Daniel shows up. Close it. If you adjourn, we can't reopen it. I don't think our next meeting is till 6:30, so if you want to give them a yeah, take a five-minute recess. Yeah, sure. We'll take a five-minute recess. All those in favor? Aye. I think Aye. we got to call the roll for that. I think. Yeah. Okay. Councilor Tillerson. Yes. Agreed. Yes. Joy. Yes. Okay. You're adjourned for five minutes. Okay. We. Uh, we gotta do the minutes too. Did we do the last no. We already did the yeah, we okay. did the minutes. Right. We just done an adjourn, so well, we started okay. an open meeting. So the mics are still on. Yeah. Okay. Just about time people can hear Okay. Oh god. Okay. All right. Mike.
Thanks for the email. Yeah, the mayor's office. The emails. Because it's not Chris's email. Oh, yeah, I don't think we, we took it down today. Like, okay, that was like really quick. So I'm thinking it may have already been on the schedule. It just happened to be out there today because I'm like. So let's, I had to do a double take of like. And he wouldn't be. I know. I didn't say that, Joshua. Like he, he did it. He didn't think he was going to do it. He did it. Thank you. It's down. It's one email that I got. Yeah. She is down. I said, really? Right. I said, that was good. Because when I drove by this morning, I was like, you know, to see it in the daylight. I'm like, yeah, it probably looks like it should come down. They clean up the limb. And then when I saw his email, like, oh, it's done. I'm like, wow, that was, that was pretty quick. <laughs> Hi, how are you? You look good. Thanks. Welcome back. I'm gonna say, wow, that was that was magic. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I'm not gonna say I have that kind of. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna say, oh, I have that kind of power. Like, <laughs> where's, where's Danny? Thanks, Thanks, yeah. I've known him forever. I'm sure. I'm very surprised he's not here. Yeah, I know. It's, it's really strange. Maybe. Yeah. These are the two things that are in your box downstairs. That's what they were talking about before. You can look at them. I don't care. I, I, they can't do enough to work. No, it's not on our agenda. Where's Mary Beth? Right there. You can have those, Jim. Yes. I you last week. How are you? Do we accept the minutes? Yes, we did. Okay, good. Took a roll call and all that, so we're all set on that. We're all, we're all set now. We, uh, let's see what time. So you got a haircut, too. Looks like you got a little bit of a haircut. I lost some of it. Oh, okay. The medications they were giving me over the last six months. Oh, all right. Yeah. It was, you know, I'm, I'm getting, getting like it was going anyway, you know. Yep. So what the hell, I just... Might as well cut it because it's like, yeah, that's not going to grow back uh, anytime soon. No, no. Yeah. So. I was losing it anyway, I, you know, a little by little. <laughs> it just got accelerated. 
How you doing? How you feeling? Yeah, hanging in there. How are you going to do it? Good, good. Not too bad. What are you going to do anyway? I'm curious. <laughs> what are you going to do? Give me, a, give me a little hint anyway. I'll, I'll, I'll announce at the next meeting. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So we got to call it in. We got a uh, motion to return to the regular order of business. Roll All those call. in favor, roll call. Roll call please. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Yes. Motion to adjourn. Motion to adjourn since the other applicant has not shown up yet. Uh, so moved. Yes. 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 Motion. We have adjourned. We adjourned. We are adjourned. Motion to adjourn. All those in favor? Roll call. We did that. No, we did. Oh, we did. That was a roll call. Okay. That was a roll call. Okay. All right. We're all we're all even, Stephen. Okay. Reboot it. Reboot it. You should have, did we do it a minute? We didn't do it a minute. Did we? We, did a minute. We, did a minute. we did that before we Okay, all right. Before we reset. Okay, so we're done with this. We're done. I'll give it back to Carl. I'll get you your other one. Okay, thanks. Yeah, that's what. What did I do with that pen? Did I give it back to you? No, you can have it. I don't know. Where the hell are they doing it? Uh, oh, I see it. I got it. Oh, it's wrapped in a floor? Yeah. Okay, thanks. And that's your shoe. Right under your shoe. There we go. Thank you. Can we have the other one? I'm going to go over to Mr. Tillerson. Huh? So this needs to be, I already talked to Dan, it needs to be amended. It's just a small change. It'll be item 11. Just needs an amendment on the floor. It's not supposed to be that. It's supposed to have isolated stop signs, not that. So Dan said we just can wipe it, out, wipe it out tomorrow. We'll wipe it out tomorrow. Yeah, so it's just an amendment. If you want to stick that on top of it. Yeah, we're gonna, so all we got to do now is change it down here. Isolated stop signs. Yeah. Which one is it again? Oh, I got my glasses. Isolated stop signs. Yep, right here. Okay. And I'll just be amendment. We'll just cut this one off. Yep. Okay. And I'll wipe it out. Okay. So that's all set. Yeah. You just can stick that on here when it comes to the time. Okay, thank you. And then, um, yeah, so this is from Bill. He won't be here tonight, but that's his input on all those things. And if you need to know anything else, I got a, here's some extra copies of these, too. There's a bunch of extra copies in here. And this is stuff from DPW. Engineer, Doug Ellis stuff. Okay, good. And then here's some extra stuff. What's this stuff? Uh, that's just the beginning. Oh, those, yeah. are, those are the ones that didn't here's have any extra, changes. Just an extra couple. Okay. So this is just the um, you know, the beginning of everything. I'll show you what's you know, agenda. The agenda. There's two copies there. Yeah, I just give them an extra copy. I always do that. You can throw it out there. Yeah. Okay. So you don't get yeah. Put it out. Yeah. Take it out there for the guys or whatever. It's just the same thing. Okay. So if you're, if you're, you know, going down, so if you're all down. What 
time is it up there? I'm going to glare. Uh, about 25 after. Got about five minutes. Huh? Give or take. Gus Ellis has a revision on number 10, Borbo Street. So there's just two revisions on Borbo Street. Do you want to write it on the front of that? No, I'm listening to that. I'll just read it from here. I'll, just, I'll, I'll go from here to here. Yeah, these are just my notes. You want the, uh, the letter from Doug? Or? What's that? You want the letter from Doug? Then I just need a copy. That, might be, that might be an extra copy. Well, they're just notes I have on there. I don't want you to get confused. Okay, so do you want me to have this or not? Yeah, that's for you. Okay. That's from um, Councilor Cushane. Yeah, okay. These are just revisions. He, Doug has revisions on these two items. Okay. You can put that to the right spot. I have it. Okay, this one here we can do. Hey. Hey, Tom, what do you got? I just, uh, uh, we got about uh, two minutes. I forgot to ask. I forgot to say. Uh, Do you have any questions for us now? Do you have any questions? No, I, I forgot to say if anybody uh, photographing or. Oh, I'll put that down. Okay. Hugging, uh, Okay. Do you want me to give ten bucks for? Uh, I can get it out of my wallet. Should be right. You know, it doesn't come out that easy. Just leave me be for now. Okay. He's doing a good job. <laughs> Keeping him straight. Yeah. Okay. We're just meeting everybody. This is from. Yeah, but you can go ahead and put it in. I agree with that. Just make sure that they. I want to fly. Oh, any credit. Oh, any credit. Is this the latest one here? That's what I would walk out, but I just you That was my copy, my copy. I just put notes on it, but that's, yeah, that's the way you can use that one. Okay, all right. Just, there's just two revisions from Doug. Okay, the red ones are already on here. No, they're all Doug's. Okay. Doug's stuff right here. So we'll use this one. Yep, that's all. And, and this one. Yep, that's the one in the file. Okay, all right. Get rid of this before I forget about it. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Call the uh, board of city meeting to order at 6.30. Uh, call the rolls. Carla. Here. 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 Okay, is there anyone recording or this meeting or audio visual taping it? I don't, seeing none. 
Uh, we'll continue with the order, first order of business. Mr. Chairman, yes. could you announce who's on Zoom? I think Councilor uh, Lopez. Okay, Councilor Lopez on Zoom. Thank you. Okay. Uh, okay, then we'll just ask anybody if at each, at each question whether there are anybody on Zoom or not. Yep. I'll take care of that. Remind me if I forget. I should forget because I've been Zooming for a long time. Uh, first uh, order of business. Item seven. I got up my folder. Uh, <clears throat> Chapter seven ordinance revisions insert of the position of intern into the following departments: police, fire, human resources, mayor. Library, Health, and Parks and Recreation. Insertion of the position of intern slash co-op into the following departments. Central Maintenance, Garage, DPW Parks, DPW Highway, DPW Forestry, DPW Sewer, DPW Water, DPW Engineering, and Police. Um, any, any questions or discussion on that? I think this was to allow the uh, the use of interns in, in these departments. Yeah. It actually has to be put into uh, uh, the it's chapter seven. Yeah. Okay. I, I just hope we can get interns, you know, better than we can uh, hire employees, and uh, hopefully those interns will turn into employees in the future, and uh, you know, we'll start early now, and uh, hopefully they'll come back. Thank you. Yes, um, to the chair, Dan, this ordinance will allow the function of them to be allowed to be paid, correct? That's really what we're doing. Interns have to be paid. Exactly. So at the last committee meeting, we did approve salaries or. Come here. Right. So there needs to be a mechanism for payment. So at the last city council meeting, the council did approve the monies for these particular positions. So we need to add them to Chapter 7, which is the vehicle for payment. Right. Any other questions on this one? Anyone on Zoom? Anyone on Zoom? Hearing no. none, we'll move it forward. I'll make a motion to approve. Roll call. Councilor Stilton? Yes. Francis? Yes. Yes. Labrie? Yes. Tillerson. Yes. What's the date today? The 15th? Yeah, 15, yeah. Okay. Just sign it, yeah. Yeah, I'll sign it. Yep. Okay.
No, no, we're four. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you said Okay, good enough. Okay. Item two, display of flags on City city Hall Plaza. Uh, is there any public input on that one? Uh, Mike, would you come up, please, then? Let me explain why the mayor put this ordinance forward and what thought is behind that. So for several years now, we've been trying to celebrate different cultures and celebrate different events in the city. Normally there's a request for a proclamation or some type of formal request, and then we raise a flag as a ceremony to bring the community together and have a little celebration. We've done that for the Irish for parade day, the Polish, uh, the Italians, we started one year. They were grateful to uh, allow us to raise their flag. They're looking forward to an annual event. French-Canadian flag we raised for the first time last year. They're looking forward to having that as an annual event to celebrate their culture. Also last year, in order to celebrate the 75th anniversary of the Air Force, we did a flag raising of the Air Force flag of Puerto Rican cultural. We celebrated that. So there's certain groups within the city that ask us to celebrate their culture, celebrate some activity. Another request we got was to donate life promote organ donation. So we did a flag raising proclamation to celebrate organ donation. The uh, issue came about, I guess, because the city of Boston, the city of Boston wanted to sing a process that Chigby does. Anyone who comes forward and asks to have their flag raised, we will raise their flag. You gotta move it around though. In Boston, a Christian group came forward and wanted their flag raised. City of Boston said no, it would probably be a problem with the First Amendment establishment of religion. And a satanic group also said, well, if you're going to raise a Christian flag, you're going to have to raise our flag as well. So the city of Boston took the position that that would be promoting religion. Since it is in front of City Hall in Boston, it looked like actual city promoted speech. Supreme Court looked at the case, it rose up through the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said, no, you can't say this is city speech because you've never said no to any group that asked to have their flag raised. As a matter of fact, the mayor of Boston and the mayor of Montreal made a bet on the of Stanley Cup and you raised the, Stanley, the uh, Canadian flag for their team. So obviously this is not city speech, this is public speech. So you have to do something to make it city speech. And what the city of Boston did is put forward the ordinance that we're putting forward to you as well, to allow this to now become city speech, not a public forum. Only groups from within the city that come forward, request a proclamation from the mayor or request a resolution from the city council will be allowed to have their flag flown in front of the city hall. We'd like to continue this because people have become accustomed to having their flag raised. They're proud to have their cultural flag raised. We'd like to promote events like the 75th anniversary of the Air Force. So we'd like to continue the practice, but we don't want Al-Qaeda coming in and asking to raise their flags since the Air Force fought against them and many of the park veterans have fought against them. It would be an insult to residents of the city of Chigapur. I'm just using that as an example. We haven't got that request. But right now, if 
we got that request, we would have to grant it because there's no ordinance saying this is not public speech, it's city speech only. So that's the reason for the ordinance request. We want to have some control over whose flag we fly, make sure it's appropriate for the residents of Chigabee. We want it to be quoted only by a resident of Chigabee asking us to raise the flag. We would want to have it open to outside groups. I know Danny, if I remember the law school, the Skokie case where the uh, neo-Nazis wanted to raise the flag and uh, have a parade through Skokie, Illinois, which was 70% Jewish and had probably 200 survivors of a uh, concentration camp living there. It was obviously going to be a problem. The city said no, but unfortunately it's free speech and they were allowed to do that. So we're trying to put a mechanism in there to protect the residents, protect the peace of the city. And to make this city speech, not public speech. If there's any questions, um, the MMA is backing the ordinance and they're the ones who put forward the ordinance at their recent meeting, asking cities and towns to consider it. Are you okay? Yeah, if there's any questions or anything. Any, any questions from the audience here, Frank? certainly draft the ordinance such that you have maybe no more than five days or at the discretion of the mayor and or a resolution of the city council. I mean, I would assume that. You could put that in proclamation or resolution right. if you wanted. Um, I, I just have, I really, um, I said this earlier, I have concerns of that it's discretional. And the only reason I say that is someone's going to say, oh, we'll do all that one for three weeks, you allow this one. I'm going to be black and white and say, this is our rules. You're there for a week because it's not fair for putting the city council if they make a resolution to do it, nor is it you, the mayor. Um, uh, you put someone in a situation where I'll come in and I'll come down me. So I think that black and white is the way to go and not to discretion. Um, to be fair to all of the residents that want to be done for. You may have more than that this year now. 
public input. suggestion would be that we uh, ask the mayor to, fi to file a, 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 that change for the next meeting yeah, rather than because what we have here so far is, is, is I have no issue with but I agree with you I think that there's got to be a time limit otherwise one could get five weeks and one could get two days you know so uh, and, if, and Mike is here so he'll know that that so he can ask the mayor to do that so that we'll have a consistency uh, uh, all the way through. Sure, and may, maybe what we could do is table this to the ne or postpone in the next meeting. I can certainly <clears throat> speak to the mayor. My suggestion would be something to the effect under subsection B. It would say something to the effect said approved flag shall be allowed to fly no more than 48 hours per calendar year or whatever the mayor proposes. But if you postpone it, and I can speak to the mayor and come up with a, a time frame. But that would be my suggestion. I'll certainly run it by the mayor. Of course, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Sure. So do you want to post post postpone this one or to the call of the chair and until the mayor gets back to us? Right, I can work with the mayor. Okay, Bob. Do people come in now and want a certain date? How is that done now? So you know they do have a certain day, like the, the parade always usually wanted on March 17th. The Polish community always wanted on March 19th. The, Air Force wanted it on their 75th anniversary day to run for a week. So they do come in with specific dates. Um, donate for life, the organ donation, when they want to do a promotion, they usually do it in once of May, because that's what donation wants. So they do have a date, they come forward with a date of request. And, um, 
we'll try to honor it if we can. It was changed the last five days uh, maximum you could apply it. So right now, that did come up with the parade, and the parade actually moved the date from the 17th to March 10th because they thought it kind of celebrated for two days. And the 10th is the day before, I think, the calling fall for one of their events. So they're going to tie it into their event and make a bigger deal of it. So five days is a good number also? It, it depends on the group. Some have, uh, some have like, Organ donation month. So they would actually probably want to apply it for the entire month. But if you think five days is long enough, it's up to you. But what we really concentrate on is the ceremony and getting them some publicity for their group, the recognition for the group. So with the proclamation and the raising of the flag, that's probably the most important aspect of the event to them. It's not necessarily how it applies. Um, Mr. Chairman, my hand is raised, just so you know. Yeah, go ahead. Thank you. I'm also going to add something along the lines of what I believe it was just Mike who was speaking. Um, said, I, I don't, I've been involved with some of the flag raisings, and I don't necessarily think it's a good idea for us to impose a time limit like that. I mean, if we, if this becomes a continuous issue, which it has not, um, then like we could propose it then. I do think that the moment we start putting restrictions on it, we do restrict how people can celebrate. And for example, like he said, like there are months that sometimes are celebrated and there are times when like something else might impede on the month, but there's never been an issue where like somebody is upset that we are taking down a flag to celebrate something else as well. And sometimes flags do get to like fly for a couple of weeks because this, the situation calls for a celebration that is that long. I know that there was a, a overlap between Italian Heritage Month and another um, nationality. I'm not sure which one it was, but I know that there was some overlap and nobody was upset that the other one um, got taken down to put up Italian Heritage Month. Like nobody was upset about that. Um, but I, I do think that we, we actually create a little bit more of a hurdle if we try to put uh, a time restriction on it rather than just letting it be as it flows right now. And nobody, no group has complained that like, oh, my flag's not up for long enough. Um, I want that other flag to be taken down. Like people just kind of work around it. If we start having more, then we can, you know, have that conversation later. But I think it actually creates an issue that like is not an issue right now, trying to solve an issue that's a non-issue. Go ahead, Frank. Yeah, um, it, it did become an issue with, uh, with the, um, the, the, the Irish and the other uh, part of the Irish people's department. St. Patrick's and the. St. Patrick's and St. Joseph. And St. Joseph. It wasn't really an issue because St. Patrick's State Parade Committee didn't. They didn't know I'm going to do it and how do they go about uh, putting it up in the middle of a month 
if the city council has to go and we change our ordinance to do it. So whether it's one or two weeks, um, whether it's an off week set, I don't think you know what needs to happen with two to the three, uh, four weeks, a whole month of some walking available to use it. I just want it so that everybody can use it. Yeah, Mr. I couldn't respond. But I still think that uh, we would have more people uh, uh, using it in the future. She's got a hand up for you. This is Lopez, second time. <laughs> I didn't know we were counting film. So I, I hear you, uh, Councillor Laflamme. Um, and I again, if we do need to address that in the future, we can. The beauty of having discretion and it being at the discretion of the mayor and the council is that if something like that does come up, then we aren't bound to a time restriction and we can make decisions based on what we think is best for the city. So like right now with the Polish flag that you're that you're talking about and the Irish flag, like the Irish flag is being flown for about seven days is what I'm hearing. If you put a five day limit, you're limiting the amount of celebrations, what days can be celebrated. If you put any limit on it, you're really kind of limiting the length of the celebration. It also limits the month long celebration. So again, if if people do start using it more and we want more of these events, then it is our at, at our discretion as a city to decide how long those flags fly for. Um, and if it becomes an actual issue, which I really don't foresee because it hasn't, people are working around it. That issue with the Irish flag is not an issue. They worked around it. Um, if people don't work around it, we address it. If not, other we allow people to keep working around it and it's at our discretion. It's just, it's adding restriction where I don't think it's really necessary. Any other comments? Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm Irish, and I'm Polish. So I'm not offended if the Irish, as a granddaughter of Irish immigrants, I'm not offended if the Irish flag, I don't know about the lawyer, but my heritage is very Irish and I'm not offended. I'm as French as the day is long. She's just not a St. Patrick's Day. You know what, my opinion, my heritage is a as an Irish granddaughter and as a Polish granddaughter, I don't think it's that, that much of a deal. And believe me, I'm very, very Irish. You knew that. Thank you. Just, I, I think I'd like to send it back to the mayor just to see if he wants to put in a time limit and uh, you know, they can discuss it there and bring it back to us. Uh, you know, time is not of the essence uh, right now. And, you know, now that he knows that, you know, they weren't, they didn't even talk about the time limit, uh, prior to this. Uh, I know they get a lot of requests for him and, you know, I know there's no trouble now, but there might be in the future. There might, you know, we might have more and more groups that want to put up there. So, I'd just like to send it back to him, and if he brings it back the way it is, then I'd vote for it. But let's give him the uh, opportunity to put a time limit in it if he wants to. My opinion. Anybody on committee have any idea what they want to I, do? I agree with uh, Gary. We should probably send it back to the mayor's office and have him. You know, vetted out based on the comments that have come up. <clears throat> well, yeah, they, he 
still have full knowledge of what we talked about because Mike's here. Motion to send it back to the mayor's office. Do you want to postpone it to allow me to speak to him and then we can put it on yeah. the next agenda? Yeah, yeah, we can do it that way. I'll postpone yeah. this to the call of the chair. Please. Okay. okay. Postpone the call of the chair. All right. Yes. 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 Planet. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what you were getting at. We'll get rid of it and we'll sign it and I'll flip it over. Okay. Okay, number three. Okay, it ordained by the City Council that the code of the city of Chicopee for the year 1991 as amended be and, he, be and he, hereby further amended as follows. Delete chapter 169.13e and insert in place thereof. Bulky waste such as discarded furniture, mattresses, large electronics, tires, floor coverings, Large appliances and similar items can be picked up through the city's curbside bulk pickup program. Disposal of construction, demolition debris, commercial bulk waste, hazardous waste, and regular household trash are not eligible for pickup and shall be the responsibility of the owner. Any discussion on that? Hearing, seeing, for hearing. This directly affects uh, DPW. Uh, do you have any concerns with that, or is that, is that pretty much what we do anyway? Right. I believe that's what Councillor Corshane wanted, was that apparently stuff on your website didn't match the ordinance, so I think that's why he was revising it to, to read this, so that it would match. Uh, 15 today again. Yes. Thank you. Do you do you pick up tires? Okay. Um, everything there's a list of uh, all the items that you pick up on the website, and if you have a list, where you select and what you need for. Without feeling, it's just reference to the pickup program because you're creating a definitive list and if that list ever changes, then you have to go back there. 
want to just say proposal of construction then just remove the first sentence and just state the second sentence because that's all you're trying to differentiate, right? Is just remove the word bulky? No, remove that first sentence entirely and just state that proposal of construction demo, pollution debris, commercial bulk waste, hazardous waste, and regular household trash, and that is eligible for pickup with the bulk waste program. Okay, so the only thing you want on there, left on there, is disposal of construction from there on. Uh, so if you remove the first sentence, because all you're doing is listing the items that are in the program, but if anything were to change about what we could think of this program, then you're going to change the ordinance. Okay. But if you're, the goal here is just to identify what you're not going to pick up, which I think is the most important, it would be listing that disposal of the CMD, which is construction and demolition debris, commercial bulk waste, hazardous waste, and then regular household trash is picked up curbside, but not with the bulk waste pickup. And you can't pay to have a pickup additional household trash. You just so I think the purpose of this is in our current ordinance under 169.13e, it references the old system where we could where we used to pick it up at curbside, which we do not anymore. So I I think he's just trying to make it consistent. So no, we do. We have a paid program, which is not free. Right. It's it's picked up through the city okay. curb. I'm City's curbside bulk pickup program. So it should say just bulk waste, right? Bulk waste can be picked up through the city's curbside bulk pickup disposal program, disposal of construction. Yeah, these are just not the things that right. are so we'll up strike through that. the bulk pickup program. So we'll just strike that and just put bulk yeah. waste. Okay. I think he just wants to correct E where it says we put that stuff in the old days we used to. Yeah, I mean, we don't pick up ash or anything. Well, rubbish. That's just for furniture. We don't do that anymore. That's got to go through this program. That's yeah. what he's trying to do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that is correct on this. Right. So I think what we're trying to do is to just, it'll now say bulk waste can be picked up through the city's curbside bulk pickup program. That's different than what's in our current ordinance, which is we used to be able to put it on the curb. We can't do that anymore. And then he just wants to say disposal of construction, demolition debris, commercial bulk waste, hazardous waste, and regular household trash are not eligible for pickup and shall be the responsibility of the owners because we don't take that well, at curbside. But I think, I think the confusion is, is that we have a paid for bulk pickup program and, where they can put it on the curb if they pay for it. Oh. Right. It's just, if I could speak. Yeah, sure. So, you know, if we take that out and say disposal of construction, demolition, debris, commercial bulk waste, hazardous waste, and regular household trash are not eligible for pickup through the city curbside bulk pickup program. Yeah. You know, so. It's got uh, bulk pickup here. It's bulk pickup. For bulk pickup and shall be responsible if you want. Yeah. Right. Right. So I just wanted to put that in there so it, it refers to the bulk, uh, our, our uh, program. Through the chair to our attorney, I, I 
I guess the only thing that maybe we want to reference is saying something like bulk waste as defined by the city's or Chickabee, city of Chickabee's bulk waste program, because I think part of it was to kind of help define it. So if somebody did use the ordinances that, you know, there was a, a reference to it. So, I mean, I, I understand about not wanting to um, have it uh, change every time you make a minor change yeah. to the bulk waste thing, but I think maybe referencing the bulk city's bulk waste program as defining what that bulk waste is might be, you know, something to have in there so that if you make a change, it automatically kind of carries over without the city council having to change the ordinance yeah. to add something. And we probably shouldn't have read this in a household fashion. That is already from the site program. Thank you. Mr. Chairman? Yes. Is it possible we can just send this back to be worked out between our law department and the DPW? I'm confused on a couple of reasons. I think it should be sent back to them to review and come up with a plan. Sure. Listening to what Dan saying, what you're saying, I'm still confused about the household trust part of it. Are not. David, it's not part of it. You can't have it. Yeah. I'd like to see if you can make a motion to have them work on it, come back with it, and then it's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I'll make a motion to postpone the call, Chair. Yeah. What do you want to send it to? Yeah, motion to postpone the call, Chair. will be fine. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll work with Liz and we'll just come okay. up with the proper language. Yes. Does anybody? Yes. Yes. Oh, is there anybody on Zoom? I'm sorry. Is it, uh, Councilor Lopez on Zoom. Do you have any comments? I think they're supposed to reset that. I'm sorry. What was that again? No comments at this time. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Looks forward to calling the chair. Yes. Okay, that way we don't get lost. Good idea. Or nothing. Yeah. Everybody signed for it? Yep, you signed everybody. Signed. Yeah, motion to accept for it, for it, or nothing. Yeah, we're all set. Okay. We're all set. Okay. All right. Item 4, Chapter 200-4, Boomboxes with Audio Equipment. It had to be the following as measured at the property line of where the unreasonable noise originates. To read, <clears throat> loud and unreasonable noise defined for the purposes of this section, an unreasonable loud noise is defined as a sound which is greater than 50 decibels in the hours between 11 p.m. and 7 a.m. <clears throat> and 70 decibels at other times as measured at the property line of where the unreasonable noise originates or any sound which is discernible at a distance of 100 feet 
provided that such sound is not otherwise authorized by permit or license, license granted by the Commonwealth of Massachusetts or the city of city or permission of the chief of police. Yes, sir. Questions on that one? So do you recommend the property line itself? suggestions to this or you want to make any changes or you want to give it a try okay all right Frank Unnecessary loud noise 
uh, in the operation of the business. The oh, ordinance committee has listed uh, in item four boom boxes and audio equipment. Uh, there are none that I know of boom boxes and As far as the uh, Abachi restaurant, I mean, isn't an issue. Questions of her? <coughs> no, not that interesting, I guess. Um, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah. So I've been trying to deal with the property owner that's that the restaurant that, it's, um, that we're talking about tonight, and they made some progress. I was by the site a couple of days ago, and no, it wasn't the business wasn't open. But I did go out my staff was trying to get over the window down for about ten minutes. And they put some screening up on top of the coolers that were the noise is coming from, and it diminished the noise more than it was before. Um, I personally haven't had a chance to talk to the uh, business owner yet because um, I haven't had a chance to get out there, but that's my next step to see. If, but they are making progress. But I think, I don't know if that changed the noise at all, or are you still hearing it? Okay. 
So I'm still in the process of working on it. I've been working on it and keeping um, Mary up to the minimum on what's going on. So I'm in the process of trying to get it in compliance. Um, there's a language barrier with property owner with, with me a little bit. I don't think they understand what I'm trying to ask them to do. Um, I'm trying to do my best to protect, uh, rectify this issue. Okay. Anything from the police department? She lives right behind. Uh, right, but she needs to give her name and address. Yeah, yeah name and address for the record, please. Sandra Cato, 
Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think anything to do with uh, businesses or home. Uh, yeah, okay. Boom, boom boxes and audio equipment. Okay. All right. Okay. Do you have a question? What is your concern? No, no, she's calling the roll. Oh, calling the roll. Okay, I'm sorry. I wasn't getting it. Yes. 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 Ordained to City Council at the Code of the City of Chicopee for the year 1991 as amended, be and is hereby further amended as follows. Add Chapter 169, Article 7, Enforcement and Violation. The Superintendent of Public Works, the Chicopee Police Department, the Chicopee Building Department, the Chicopee Health Department, the Chicopee Fire Department, or any, in, any of their designees shall enforce the... Chickabee Health Department, okay, provisions of Chapter 169, and shall have the authority to issue citations for any said violations. Any person violating any of the provisions of this article, except where different penalty is specified, provided shall be liable to a fine of $50 for the first offense, $100 for the second offense, and $500 for the third and subsequent offense within 12 months period. Yeah, well, you want to comment on that? <clears throat> right. So, Councilor Corshane, um, essentially what he's trying to do is in Chapter 169, unless it's specified otherwise, the fine schedule for any violation under, one six, under Chapter 169 shall be $50 for the first offense, $100 for the second offense, and $500 for the third. It's the miscellaneous garbage and rubbish and refuge. 
essentially it is illegal dumping. What he's trying to get at is illegal dumpers. Right now, the fine is 50, 100. I'm sorry, 25, 50, and 100. He wants the fines to be 50, 100, and for a third or subsequent, 500. Just to put some teeth into the ordinance. Essentially, it's it's illegal dumping. I think 500 is a little high, but that's my own opinion. Uh, but it does scare people that they have to pay a $500. But going from 50 to 100, then all of a sudden, if they're going to do the second offense, they're probably going to do the third offense. You know? Uh, but what do you guys? Uh, I was going to say, since we have most of those departments here. question uh, to the attorney sure. to the chair uh, so if they don't pay the 500 fine after a, a certain amount of time it goes on a lien on a property correct good police question a lot of these are, are move outs they move out at night leave their stuff on the curb they're gone the landlord didn't yeah i've seen that yeah so this will go back to the landlord. So this goes right to the landlord. Right. I, I agree with a lot of it's cheaper to get a fine out of that road than downstairs. Any, any other questions? Anybody on Zoom? So, you know, when we're talking about this, if I could, we're talking about the landlord be responsible for the for the tenants who saying I guess they would get fined for. Right. So if you have someone that's sitting there in the middle of the night, you're gonna penalize a landlord that doesn't know nothing about that is in is out there on the curb. Or the landlord's gonna yeah. remove the trash. Oh, sure. <laughs> Yeah. 
speaker works, we do a lot of well, President O'Flynn, if I can, I, in my car. Put any comments. Shane in one of those? Yeah. Right. Does, does Councilor Corshane sent the committee a letter? I didn't. He sent the whole page full of things. All of his all of his requested orders passed except one that's in the law department. So I'll explain that then. But we should read the rec the letter in. Well, he just asked that he had Absolutely. Yep. Now I'm just looking in the first item to see if it's possibly in there. Yeah, here it is. Oh, you got the letter. I got the letter. We'll make that part of the meeting there too. 
I think we voted for both of them. I think. Right. So I'll, I'll read it into the record. Dear Chairman Talitson, due to the last minute change of the ordinance meeting date, I'm unable to attend as I will be working. I wanted to take a moment to speak to my proposed ordinance changes on your agenda tonight. If you could read said notices into the records as each item comes up, I would appreciate it. Item number three. So item number three was the item that was talked about the uh, city curbside bulk pickup program. And you may recall that was um, a motion was seconded and approved to send that to the law department for further review. But his comment on item number three was our current ordinance contradicts our current program. The language is directly from our current bulk pickup program with the current exclusions added. So that item, I think he wanted passed, but I will make the revisions and I'll bring it back to the committee at our next meeting. Item number four that he talked about was the boombox and audio equipment. That, that proposed ordinance change did pass, but his comment was, it was brought to my attention in a meeting with Lieutenant Laflamme that there was no way to enforce the, the re restrictions on decibels as the current ordinance does not state from which point they should be measured. This will address that oversight and make the ordinance enforceable as agreed to by Lieutenant Laflamme. And again, that was passed by the committee. Item number five, which was the one we just spoke about, which is the increase the, of the penalties for section 165, chapter one, I'm sorry, chapter 169, item number five, I attempt to deal with a new problem property due to the lack of code enforcement officer. I took the advice of attorney Garvey and the DPW superintendent to add the new fine structure that was proposed. So again, that was his comment on item number five. And again, that was passed by this committee. So we're on item number six. Did you want me to read his comment Might before well. you read it in? Well. Item number six, without the passage of this ballot question, we are violating the law if we plow or patch private roads. As you know, we cannot expend public money for private roads. The law does, however, allow us to plow and patch private roads that have public access, but only if we adopt Chapter 40, Section C. The procedure to do this is in Chapter 40, C, Section D, which is before you tonight. I have reached out to all the parties that were concerned about this, and we have not received any replies. Please know the passage of this ordinance does not obligate the city to plow or pass these roads, but merely allows it us if we choose to without breaking the law. That was his comment for num item number six, which, which we're taking up now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you have to read item six into the record. Yeah. Peter Dana, the following question shall be placed on the November 7th ballot, uh, 20, uh, November 7th. 2023, that's a year from now. Shall the city of Chicopee vote to accept the provisions of Section C of Chapter 40 of the general laws which authorize cities and towns to appropriate money for removal of snow and ice from private ways wherein opened in to public use? Uh, have some comments on that one? Uh, 
So that's my concern. It's you know, the streets are just never accessed. The property, it, you know, property, entering on private property because a lot of them that's the issue. And um, I just think there's a liability associated, especially during winter conditions in the county. I mean, we we break curbs sometimes, can't avoid it. We break up grass, you know, we take out mailboxes, you can't avoid it. Um, now, now you know, you've got that added uh, liability. Now it's like, well, how much of that do you own the Okay. Makes sense. Any questions? Go ahead, I Jerry. have a question. Uh, I mean, this is just to get on the ballot. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people don't even know that some of our roads aren't accepted. Um, some of the people that live on some of these roads don't know that they're not accepted roads. So this is going to go on the ballot. I don't know if people are going to have enough, you know, information or you know, educa educational information. To make a decision on that, so I'd like to hear somebody else's input also on that. Because uh, if, if it goes on the ballot and it, it says that we have to appropriate the money to remove the snow, um, I mean that's uh, that's, that's going to go against your you know Burnett Road uh, development uh, and, and other roads, but. We're never going to get a lot of roads accepted. There's roads out there that, you know, I, I don't want to name them, but I'm always calling a DPW about them. Uh, but I, I don't know. I'd like to see what everybody else thinks about it, but I don't think that the general public would have enough education or information about uh, what a public uh, road is and what a private road is. Yeah, yeah. I Frank. Yeah, it's end up first. Oh, I'm sorry, just real quick, I just wanted to agree with Councilor Lebrie. I'm not in favor of this tonight. Uh, I don't think, if this went to a ballot, I, I don't think the public would have enough information. I don't think they would understand it. I don't think it would pass. Um, and I agree with the superintendent. I, I just, I, I, honestly, I don't think this was intended for cities. Um, I, I think an ordinance like this is intended for smaller towns where, you know, a private road might be more crucial. You know, because the, the public might need certain private roads in a small town. Yeah. That's just my opinion, because um, I was also at the MMA with, with Councilor Corshane. Um, so I'm not in favor tonight. Thank you. Okay. Uh, quick question through our attorney. I know in the past when questions have come up about putting stuff on the ballot, is, it, is there also an option, which I'd be hard pressed to see it happening, but is there also an option where they could? people were that interested, they could go and get a petition and put it on the ballot that way? Because I know there were always two ways to get a ballot question. One was through the city council putting it on, and the other was through a petition, you know, that if you got a certain number of signatures, you could put it on the ballot. That would automatically go on the ballot. I would think that that general rule would apply here. Okay. That if we decided not to put it on the ballot, there was another mechanism for the residents of the city to do that. Okay. That's that's a general rule, so I don't know why it wouldn't apply in this case. Okay. Um, yeah, I tend to agree with my colleagues that I I think you're right. It probably was a small town type of thing, but in this case, uh, you know, I just worry about opening us up to, to liability uh, with it. Uh, but that's all I have to say, and Councillor Laflamme can can go. Thank you. Um, I kind of agree with. Uh, 
not uh, moving to the one on the ballot because um, there's a lot to understand here for the taxpayers. Um, but listening to Liz talk, um, and I'm listening to the council, um, councils of the uh, committee, you know, town versus city, I don't think that, I think this is a state, when I went to the MAA, when we were discussing it has to do with not just cities, and it has to do with towns and cities. But we do have uh, streets and city security, and, uh, and I talked to you earlier this, is I, I am really concerned about they've been being pumped for years and years and years. So my question to the end is, is it, is there a way that we, we can choose what streets we feel safe to do? Um, and the reason I say that is because of the fact that, you know, I can remember Jim Tillerson's when we were doing Chapter 90 uh, to get more Chapter 90 money, we were doing more streets. And we come to find out uh, Jim Street, Harvey Street was 50 years that it was never accepted. About 50 years? No, it was a while. I'm not, I think it was done before that, but yeah. Well, I think about 30 years, if I can yeah. It was it was a long time immediately. We were trying to, I think, get 100 streets or something to be accepted right. and to be able to get to Chapter 90 money. Right. And it's good to get to Chapter 90 money. Yep. Um, but when we talk about a piece of development um, that, we, that I agree with, um, is $100,000 gets you nowhere. You do it probably two driveways today. It, it don't get you nowhere. So um, I am concerned about moving forward in the future. Uh, we have to revisit that. How are we buying uh, these people uh, for, for money to accept? Because we have to bring that $100,000 rock because of the fact that nothing's cheaper no more. It's not going down. And we can't put all this money on the taxpayer. We just stuck with it. Um, but I'm really concerned about, even if we have 50 streets that we've been following all these years, and I mentioned my street, for example, she said that she thinks it's inaccessible. It's not, it's not, it's not right, Jan, looked it up. Okay. Um, I, for a long time, I knew it was a private street because the developer, you know, left the property. Um, so there's a lot of people that don't understand that they bought a house or have a house and they've been getting called all the time, all of a sudden they're going to find out that they're not getting called anymore because it's a private street or a private way. I get the private ways. I really do. Um, narrow streets, I have concerns. We buy, uh, you know, we buy smaller trucks for doing uh, sanitation. We buy for going down small streets. So I guess uh, I'd like to see this look reviewed some more by you and the law department because I want to know. If I'm going to go by next Tuesday, um, who it affects and why it affects these people? I do agree with the, the one that didn't finish the development, absolutely. But how many people is this going to really affect? That's what I, 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 want, I want to look at because it's not fair for the people that don't know about it. As, as she mentioned, um, some, there's only a couple of developments. Some people in that street probably don't even know that the street isn't. So, uh, Ian, is there, is there a way we can um, do certain streets, or do we have to accept it all? If we accepted the uh, non-private loans and private streets? What was the door to the whole thing? I'll have to look into it. I'm not exactly well, we sure, but I, this just authorizes you to appropriate money to continue to plow those streets or plow those streets. So I, I don't have the answer. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, I, I, I have a ball I'm going here with because of the fact that I agree. The developer is, is, didn't do their job. Why shouldn't we do it? So 
we have people that lived in here for about 30 years. Those folks had 10 years even. People at a lot of homes didn't know. They don't get told that, by the way. Look at what happened up here with the trees up in, that they had to add to properties that didn't know they were done after the fact. So I just have some concerns. I don't know what to do with it. But I want to follow along. Okay. I just wanted to say that uh, since I've been superintendent, we have been uh, very diligent on not plowing privately. So I don't know if there's actually anybody who would be now impacted because we stopped because we have stopped. And if they're being plowed, it's because somebody is plowing it for them. It's not a city plow. Um, as far as the hundred thousand dollars, there's a different mechanism now. That was the old way. Okay. They had had them set money aside in an account. Now there's a bond and there, there's a hold on lots, on building lots. That's how they now control um, the completion of the right away. But unfortunately, before, Times have we plowed this year, John? Come on. Yes. 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 Okay. I'm usually the last one to sign. That's why. I, that's why I'm late. <laughs> It's your first time back, so we got uh, it's good. We're keeping it in order. Yeah, order seven. Uh, uh, be in order that the ordinance committee review the current tag sale policy. Yeah, Frank, I know it's yours. It's going to pass these around so that they'll have copies of what we're talking about.
Yeah, thank you. May Beth get one? Okay, we'll get started. My administrative assistant will have to sit down. The problem with the tax sale, I've been with it with a long, for a long time, having been one of the longest serving councils at this time. Did you read, read the order? I think you just need to read the the problem is, number one, there's no payment for it. There's no record of it. Uh, they're supposed to have only three a year. He did read it. There's only one person that it, it, it has to enforce it or should enforce it in the uh, city. And that is uh, sitting with us tonight, the building inspector. He's responding for enforcing. But he's not, I don't think he's anybody else. Just building inspector is the only one under enforcement, 244-5. So, and 90%, I would guess, of, of people who have tag sales have them on a weekend. He doesn't work on a weekend. You, you, know, you don't work Saturday and Sunday. I do not, but I do get the phone calls on Monday morning on what happened over the weekend. Yeah, but that, that's a, a yeah. dollar too late. It, it is an hour too late, but it's, yeah. it's continuing, so. Yeah, I don't think I, I think that's one of the weaknesses of one one man can't be the enforcer of the whole city, and most of them are on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, the tax sale, uh, we don't charge anything for a license to get to, to have one, and we only we tell them we can only have three, and we have a tough time keeping track of three. How do you know that Mary Jones has had one and then? And, and, and two months later, she has another one. The average voter doesn't know that they're only supposed to have three. So it's a problem. Uh, uh, you put this on the agenda, right, Frank? Yes, I did. Yeah, so go ahead. You're, yeah, I just, thank you. Thank you. Um, so I've been having a conversation with Frank uh, on the building department uh, last year, actually, uh, and I'm Example. In the estate sale, can we make it part of the 
of property. In other words, there's people out there that are going to buy up estate sales and having weekend sales. I know for a fact. And this is creating a problem in some of the neighborhoods because of they're taking it from cleaning out a house or something, and they're going to their property and they're having a state sale. Mm -hmm. They don't put tax on they put a state sale, which is it's in here. It's in here. But the issue is, it's, uh, can we make it? I know it's hard to do. What I'm trying to do is, every time we call the police department, they can't really do nothing. They can go and document it. So I'm looking to put in here something that allows the police department, for example, if Gary calls for more days today, I know for a fact this is the third time because you have residents calling and saying, hey, enough's enough. I, you, you know, we, we don't go out there and say, go get a, a tax, I mean, a tax sale the three, three times. Most people are pretty quiet about, hey, one weekend they're going to do it, get rid of some stuff. Um, but what happens in certain areas, and I know it's a long time, and um, there's nobody at weekends to do it. So I'm looking to put there and see if we can work with the police department. But we put down that Gary could call, for example, of Ward 8 and say, hey, listen, um, this, I want you to just document it for me. If it's been documented, we get more than three times, we'll have that. Uh, because we don't want to have uh, something come like, from building work. Very little help in three weeks. It's always on weekends. Yeah. So if we have the mechanism for a police officer, and I've had it happen to me, say, well, how many times? I know he's done it three or four times. Well, that's your, you know, there's no documentation. So if we can work with the police department and just have them document it and get back there when the city council wants to find out about it, say how many times we can have that recorded. So that would be a mechanism in here so we can stop this every week. Some people have them every week. And it's not a problem with them having it, it's the traffic. And the second part of it is, People feel, and I realized that when I went to, I used to go to some bags and look at some handy tools in there. But you're looking at other people's backyards all the time. They have it in their, you're going to the driveway, and you're looking at other people's private backyards all the time. And they're, and they're getting frustrated. So I'm looking to see something where we can do that now, where we can get the police department to help record them. And then when the third night, then we start fighting after we, we, you know what? We want to challenge us here. We, we haven't recorded that we've been doing three times, more than three times, and we're going to find it. But there is no finance other than the 20, I think it's $25, uh, $50. The violation of the chapter resulted in a $50 fine. Um, it's not even that, it's just getting them stopped. Because what happens is this gentleman, there you go, goes here, across the street and does it. Both sides of the street, and it's got to stop. So I'm that's why I should Tim trying to figure something out here as you mentioned right from the beginning. One man can't do it and you know he works Monday through Friday, he's got banker hours. So you know, we gotta have somebody for the weekend in order to be able to document it. So that's why I'm gonna try to work with something with that. it's just a suggestion. The one thing I think we gotta look at now too is the state. An estate sale is not the same as a tag sale. Right, that's two, two different laws, and uh, yeah, so we got to separate those out because as a state sale, uh, if somebody has died and it's a legitimate state sale, they have a right to that. Their rules and regulations are different than a tag sale. Well, it's uh, actually in our thing, the state sale. It's in your already. Yeah, but I don't think it's valid anymore. Uh, I think it is. I, well, I'm going to have to ask Dan to look into it. Yeah, I mean, it, w w however you define what you're trying to do, it's the sale of goods, 
used goods on your private property. So we've listed it as attic sale, yard sale, estate sale, tag sale, sellers. So I think if you're selling goods from your private primary residence, that's considered within the jurisdiction of this ordinance. Yeah, I'm just call. asking you to look into see if it's still legal, because as I recall, having read, read recently that an estate sale is considered different. It's when somebody dies and they uh, want to get rid of their belongings. They're not, there's not no restrictions on them. They can, they can put their stuff out and sell it all. So you can check that out for me. I, I will. I'll check. Make it, sure yeah. I got the right information. And if that's the case, Jim, if that's the case, that's fine. But I don't think it is. But we'll look at that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. if it's not, I think we should define something that says on the premises. So I think what we got is is okay, but I don't think it's legal anymore. But he's going to check it out for it, so we know what we're doing. But I still would also look at something we put in this document that allows the police department to document it. Yeah, as long as we define a, yeah. what an estate sale is, then uh, <clears throat> we can do that. That would be, have to be taken care of in a, in a different matter, you know, but uh, I'm pretty sure an estate sale now is different than a tag sale, but you can check it out there. Sure. I, I guess we'd have the building. So how do you how do you enforce this ordinance? Correct. So I want to speak with our officers. What's involved with an estate sale and tag sale? So most of the time when I see an estate sale, the items are in the house or in the garage or in the property. Most tag sales, everybody brings the stuff out into the driveway or into the garage. So when they have an estate sale, it's mostly belongings are still in the house. People come in and they do the estate most of the time, 90% of the time. The tag sales are an issue where people are putting a lot of stuff out on the property and they're even leaving the stuff out overnight and they're not covering it. And then when they don't sell the product, they put it by the curb. And now the DPW gets a call from the neighbors to come clean it up. Okay, but I just think we ought to protect ourselves because I could somebody could tell you that it's an estate sale, not a tag sale. Now you can know, stand out there and fight with them. But, but I think the, the purpose is whether you define it as an estate or a tax sale, the maximum is three. So if yeah. you want to have three, it's two estate sales and a tax sale, that's fine. You have another tag sale and or estate sale, you're in violation. But so there's the, times where I, I um, go to the residents and I hand them the rules and regulations that they're supposed to follow. And most of the time the argument is, it says right here from eight to five, three days, but it says 72 hours. So I have people telling me, well, I only did it for eight hours this day, and I did it for eight hours this day. So they, they think they can do it for 72 hours, but it really just says three days, eight to five. Okay. So that 72 hour period, and if we take three days times 24, uh, 72 hours, but they're not doing the tax sale in the middle of the night, and no one's going out looking at tax sales in the middle of the night. So I think that 72 hour period is a problem. I also did some research in some other towns that they do get permits for tax sale, and we don't have to charge a fee, but at least we'll get a document and we know that there was a tax sale on that property. So my recollection would be to try to have people pull permits for a tax sale, we wouldn't charge them a fee, but it's documented. And then we can figure out, usually what I found out that most of the permits for tax sales and other strong communities are done through the clerk's office and the police department patrols them. And, and then we work with the building department also. So that's just one of my suggestions that to try to make this a little bit better because it seems I've been working for the city for 13 years in this department. So I, it seems like tag sales are getting more and more and more. 
And I even had people who had those parking lots on commercial properties that I have to stop. And then I get an argument with them because they got permission from the property owner, but it's really not allowed in our regulation to do it in a parking lot. Um, next thing you know, I get a call from a neighbor, the same person that was in the parking lot, and someone's doing it at their home every day and on the weekend. So there's some re repeat offenders that just are not following the regulations. And it'd be nice to maybe have a little bit of help from the police department to try to patrol this over the weekends. Yeah, they're only supposed to have three in a year. Three a year, but that 72 hours, they argue with me. Well, I only did it for eight hours this day and eight hours that day, so I you know, <laughs> still got 50 hours to do my next thing. So, yeah, yes, uh, yes. It defines the period, though. Yeah. Right. Well, what we're trying to say is one period is three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, eight to five. That's one. Yeah. And I don't know how they're confusing that. Well, but they're confusing because they see that 72 hours, and they're not reading it correctly. Lieutenant, did you want to say something? Yeah, 72 hours. I guess you could say three days. Three Continuous days. I think we have a system to have permitting, even if we don't charge the residents, at least we can keep track of it. Yeah, the tenant wants to speak. Yeah, I know the city uses a couple of different systems for permits. I know permit values mm -hmm. for certain things. I know it's not used much, but we're allowed to have a bunch of systems in the streets. The cost of anything is going to permit. And the only thing is, there are a lot of people that own different properties who are suggesting. Limiting it to amounts per person over the course of the year. If you own 10 properties and you want to have a tax on all 10, you have 30 taxes. Yeah, but the, the ordinance says only three. But if you own per property, yeah, yeah, property. Yeah. What's that? That's per property. Yeah. So if you own 10 different properties as a landlord, you now have three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. got to have it per residential property because then you're going to get into that was my wife's tag sale this is my tag sale so you got a specific I understand there's a possibility that people may own multiple properties I mean we can't there's no way for us to regulate all of it you, you got to say a principal residence otherwise if you say per person if you say anything other than a residential address that's my son's tax sale. That's my wife's tax sale. That's my husband's tax sale. That's my cat's tax sale. So it's per residential. Pro we got to keep that. We can change everything, but I think that is important. Everybody's always got a story. So I had it where this lady did it one weekend for three days, and the following weekend I caught her again, and she said it was my sister's tax sale. Right. That's but it's residential property. Right. I mean, I don't drive a cruiser, I don't have a badge, I don't have a gun. Right. It's only two. I'm on the side of the street. And then on the other side of the street. And then on the other side of the street, they go back. Right on this side of the street, they go back. Back and forth. This is unknown. But I'm looking to just be able to somewhat, maybe a comfortable for the residents, and move around each tag. 
that if we document, you know, come out five, six, seven, oh, eight yeah. years, that's got to stop. So I think if we, if we can work on this one, I'd like to work with the building department, uh, Jim, if we can stay with it. Uh, but I just want to bring forward the ideas and work um, with it on it and try to uh, come up with some more ideas on how to, how to regulate it so that we can make sure they only have three because it's impossible for all of us. But at least the ward counselor and, and us at large will have the a little bit more teeth in knowing where how many they have documented. Can you suggest that we, uh, what, what would be your suggestion then? That we... I would like to we'll use the word postpone, all right? Okay, motion or postpone or call it a chair. Yes. 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 Next order of business. Uh, did we call the roll on that one? Yep, we're all okay. Is uh, <clears throat> uh, Avenue heading east to Memorial Drive for a distance of 75 feet? No comments from the engineer. It's fire uh, can prohibit at any time. I don't think there's much discussion on that one. Whose order was it? It's Ward 9. Okay, all right. Motion to approve the ordinance. Uh, deletion, right? Is it deletion or? Delete. Delete. Deletion? Delete. Sorry, I'm, well, yeah, approve the ordinance to delete. Okay. To delete. Yeah. Or strike. So are the signs up or the no signs up? There's a sign coming down. Yes. 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 Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Boudry Avenue, South Side, for a distance of 165 feet westerly from Memorial Drive. Parking prohibited. Any discussion on that? Uh, be Mary Beth. Mary Beth. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Motion to approve. The ordinance. Councilor Silverton. 
Yes. 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 Uh, the next one is. Uh, <clears throat> Boudry Avenue South Side for a distance of 165 feet. Uh, uh, it's been changed. The, the councilor Costello asked me to look into it. Uh, this proposed ordinance, the revised distance extends the, the no parking zone on the south side of Boudry Avenue from Memorial Drive past the Aspen Square Apartments to the Easterly Driveway at 87 Boudry Avenue. Mary Beth Costello? Yeah, we just passed it out. So I think that was We're all set with that one. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, set with that one. That's number 10. This one's, this is a different street. Borbo, please. Yeah. Yeah, We're up to different, the, different yeah. number 10 is a different street. Borbo. That's the uh, same. And this would be for uh, parking odd side street, the corner of Prospect Street. Okay, so this is correct. This one was done, item number 10, the way it yeah. is now. Well, there is, there is a comment by uh, Councillor Corshane. It said, Doug Ellis has changed to 50 feet, is favorable to me. So I think in Doug's comments, he wants it changed from 25 to 50. 50 feet, yeah. 50 right. feet, okay, so that's what I was wondering. I'll make a motion to approve with changes. Okay. For the record, uh, uh, DPW engineer uh, Doug Ellis called me uh, prior to the meeting saying he was not able to attend because he, he went home sick. Okay. So he's not here. Oh, we, he sent in the information. Anyway. Yeah. He sent it in, but he wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's fine. What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we I made a motion. Yeah. Yes. 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 Cherryville Street, dead end east side. I think I changed. That's an yeah, isolated stop sign. We have to change that one. I gotta find out what I do with my pin. I dropped on the floor. So there's a oh. should be a motion to change the check isolated stop sign. Or this is one of the eleven. So he wants to change it to east side. He doesn't like the word dead end for now, so that, 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 that's not a surprise. He wants to change it to east side. East, this up here. Yeah. Right? Is that what he wants? Didn't see his comments. Is, I think he wanted it more detailed. I think that's this is, think that's what is, that order was. This is yeah, number that's, 11. Oh, that's 11. Right. That's a minute. So, <laughs> On our agenda, Cherryville is number 11. That's Cherry, though, right there. That's oh, yeah, 11. this is a love. It's, it's pretty Cherry, hard though. to read it when it's closed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's an isolated stop sign, but on the order, yeah. it was checked parking regulation. It should be checked. Oh, isolated, isolated stop, stop sign. sign. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, that was an amendment. Well, amendment. I think he wanted it to read what the, the notes are, that he, he wanted a Cherryvale Street direction of travel south at intersection of New Ludlow Road, isolated stop sign with stop bar. So I think he wanted that to replace what was- Never used the word dead end though. The emotional approval changes. Okay. Um, this is the okay. Sure. Mr. Chair. Worthy Chairman? Yes. I could speak on this one. Go ahead. Councilor Costello came in the office. This is not just as easy as putting up an isolated stop sign. This is going to be in a safety program or a safety plan that we have uh, citywide. Uh, if you go up there, this is a it's all hard. There's parking lot everywhere. It'd be like us putting a stop sign in the middle of a parking lot. It won't do anything because the majority of the accidents are coming, people are running through that uh, parking lot and the actions are happening and not even going to the end of Cherryville. So this is a major uh, safety improvement that we are putting on a safety improvement project. I don't know why the engineer didn't say that, but I, I talked to Chris Chavin this morning and there is a, uh, a safety plan for this. Uh, Councilor Costello came into the office and we told her this was going to be not just as easy as putting up an isolated stop sign with a stop bar. Okay, why don't we just postpone this to the call of the chair then? Before you guys go through a lot, I mean, and there, unless Councilor Costello wants to speak to a bit, this is not just as easy as putting a stop sign. Right. I, I believe they're, they're adding an island or something like that. You've got to do a lot of work. Okay. All right. Okay. Do you study the ordinance, though, or as part of that? Can this be changed in the ordinance in the future, or do we need to get a, defeat the ordinance? Let's see. I think we should defeat the ordinance here. I, I would say let it go to the call of the chair, and then once we, we get the safety program in place and it comes before uh, before the city council, you'll know what we're doing. We're probably going to put up guardrails, islands, a lot of things up there. And if you just travel that area, you'll see why this is just not so simple as putting a stop sign. Okay, so what's your recommendation? I think we should call the chair because of the fact that this is going to be part of the mayor's mining too, that we're going to need the appropriation for it. Okay, so call it a chair, it's fine. I'll marry if, 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 I may, if, I, if I may, um, I appreciate John Bowyer's um, input on this because it is a more of a just a stop sign issue, it's a safety issue. And when I met with both the superintendent and Mr. Bollier, they indicated that to me. So um, I, I'm relying on his expertise tonight of how we should handle this. Thank you. We'll keep it to the call of the chair. We'll keep it active. Okay. All right. Thank you. Uh, we're going to postpone it to the call yeah. of the chair. Right. Right. I'll make that motion. Because when I spoke to uh, Doug Ellis, he had mentioned that putting it where it was, it was, it would get like hit, knocked down to be, to be on an island with the other improvements. So. Yeah. And then, and then we'll follow the money. Yeah. Right <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Gary. You you were making a motion before I. Yeah, I, uh, I made a motion uh, postponed to the call of the chair. Okay. Roll call, please. <laughs> yes. 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 Motion to approve the minutes, January 10th. Motion to approve the minutes. All those in favor? Aye. 
Uh, you don't have a roll. thing to write on here. Uh, we got to take a roll. Roll call, yes. 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 Motion to adjourn. So moved. <laughs> roll call on us. Roll call. Please. We'll wait a moment. We'll wait a moment. Yes. 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 yes.